0: shinobi podcast
1: welcome 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 everyone shinobi podcast is back you got king shinobi you got mr smooth mr
0: smooth here you know it yes sir
1: To my left who i got to my left man tell hey, people
0: who me you way. are
2: big e here check it in Checking in, and make sure, you know, see what my boys in here doing, man. I support I support the hustle they've been on, man. So it's only right for me. I bless them with the first special guest, you know what I mean?
0: Appreciate you. So,
2: Appreciate you. I'm here. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. This is uh this is my man, Evans Lucian. Yes, sir. Evans Lucian, man. This has been a guy that I've known for a little mm-hmm. while. We met in the gym and you know, when when people hold a certain energy, you get magnetized mm-hmm. to that energy and you and you can peep it like right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he and I definitely had this magnetism like towards one another, man. And as we because we met at the gym and, you know, we didn't speak to each other the first few times. And I can't even remember. Nah, when. We're
2: going to go with this. This my man here is on the field doing this thing, his martial <laughs> art thing. Everybody in the gym, like, who is this dude? This dude right here, like, I mean, like, he's doing all type of stuff that like, you see in movies, type stuff. And I'm like, damn, this, <laughs> this dude will kill someone, boy. <laughs> I like, hey, this dude here will kill someone. So I'm like, man, if I go say, "What's up, the dog." That might put me in a headlock. And, you know, as big as I am, I get caught in a headlock, man. I ain't coming back to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but then we met through, um, you remember, Jamie. Oh, it was Jamie? Jamie. Yeah, what's Jamie. Jamie knew him. Jamie knew me. Yeah. And shout out he, to Jamie. Yeah, shout out to big dog Jamie, man. Shout out. But like he said, once we started talking, like, we, we went instantly clicked. Instantly clicked. Like, we had too much... Chemistry, we had so much similarities, but then we we also were were different because we were doing different things, you know what I mean? But it also like it, it just hit, man. And it's just like, oh like, damn. Like he was picking out my brains, I was picking out his brains, and it just was like everything else was history, man. So anytime I I see him, sometimes he's so focused. I walk past him, I wave, and he just zoned in. Zoned in. But you know what I mean? Like, like I, I still respect him and his his artwork. His artwork is what I was like, damn, like how you do this stuff? Like he be so locked in and he has so many facets and layers to him where you think, man, I got this dude figured. I know more about him. Nah, man, he'll surprise me with some stuff he'll say, or some stuff he'll do, and I'll be like, damn, bro, this brother deep. Like, you know, no homo. Like this brother deep, bro. Like, you know, he he it's a lot. It's a lot in his mind, man. It's a lot. So I've been learning mm-hmm. a lot from my dog, man. You know what I mean? Bro, just in that that short span of
1: you saying that I, I've learned a lot about how I'm viewed.
2: Oh yeah. yeah because yeah. I'm not. Cause you, you, yeah. You don't know. Cause you can ask 10, 10 different people. What they think of you and you're going to, you might get 10 different answers. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You're so, probably
1: guaranteed to get 10 different facts.
2: Answers. And if, if you get all the same answers, then damn, I don't know, but I've never heard someone get this. Same answer. You might get a couple words. that's like the same. Like, I think he's humble. This and that. You're gonna get. You're gonna hear that word a lot. But like I said, man, from the outside looking in, like I said, everyone in the gym was talking about you before we even talked to you. Mm. If you get what I'm saying, like you was you was on. Like I said, we are on the field. I mean, my brother locked in. He's doing. He's doing his thing, and it's it looks easy. He makes it look so easy, but I know it's not easy. And then when he sent me when he went to Haiti, and did the machete fighting. Mm-hmm. I say you it, <laughs> you hit. <laughs> <laughs> you hit
0: So, oh man, damn! You, I, you I, think that's the same way like you reviewed going then. in, huh? You think you were viewed like you think you reviewed that same way when you went into the gym? Also, like your your first time different. You know, you're 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 bigger, you're stronger than a lot of people that that come into the gym. Um, do you think once you're like you're p- pumping weight, you know, getting it out, the- getting it out. You Are you thinking people are like doing the same thing, looking at you the same way? Like, yeah, what in the hell?
2: No, I-, I guarantee I they so are hard. in a different way. Though. In a different way. But I get yeah. what I get from people after they meet me and I talk to them. They always say, damn, you're a lot humble and chill than I, I thought you were. Mm. It's like, cause they're like, with your physique, most guys with your physique are egotistic. They're rude. And, you know, they're self-centered. And I'm like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, I'm not self-centered, but of course, you know, to in order to master your craft, you gotta be a little selfish about it, because you gotta be able to put your time and your commitment and your discipline into it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a very humble cat. Cause I know everything you have mm-hmm. can be taken away from you. No doubt. No so doubt.
0: in an instant. Definitely. In the instant. Yeah. Okay.
2: So the I perception like of a lot thing, of people, right? it it changed perception of a lot of people changed when they got to know me. They're like, damn, damn, bro, you actually chill. And I'm like, I'm human. I'm fine. I'm good. Well, I can, I can, I can, I can relate to that
1: because I feel, I feel like when I'm in public that I need to not necessarily look softer, but less threatening because I can sense <laughs> intimidation from people, and it kind of, and I, and I've noticed that energy kind of keeps them from approaching, and I don't want to be unapproachable. That's not who I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So
3: sometimes I feel that I'm. It's hard to
2: explain, but. I I could piggyback on what you're saying, because I I deal with it on a daily basis too. Because for my size and at my job, women even tell me, for example, they're like, oh, you know, um, you just look mean. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do I just look mean? You just like, you're. You know, the way you, you, you're you perceived and the way you walk and your physique. And she's like, you just look like you would tear some shit up. And I'm like, I, I would, but I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm humble as as, as can be. Well, I, I feel like that's my perception of myself. I feel like I'm, I'm humble as it can be. You know, I'm not going to. I give respect because when you give out respect, sometimes you get it back. You know what I mean? But I'm not I'm not a mean person. So I know what he means. Like sometimes you want to out in out in the world. You you don't want to give them that like that, that, that look that because you already like know what you can do. You know what I mean? But you don't want to make it seem like, damn, like I'm a mean person. You want to listen. You Hey, how you doing? How you doing, sir? You know, you walk by, you tell people, hi, how you doing? And you don't want them to feel like, damn. Like I can't say hi to this guy because he looks like he'll he'll murder someone. Like, mm. Nah, bro, we're not even on yeah. that time.
3: Yeah,
2: we're not on that time. <clears throat> and I used to, I used to kind of be that way
1: in a sense. And I really realized that that wasn't the move to make. You know, um, yeah. I really wanted to be left alone, but <laughs> at the same time, I didn't want people to feel scared. scared. I didn't want people to be feared. Like to people to fear me. You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. because i I notice a lot, especially when I'm out, I notice a lot, so I notice like say if I see someone coming down and we're about to cross paths, I'm immediately looking at their body language, and a lot of times people just start like looking down and they, they I, 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 I want to smile at them. They tense so. up, you know what I'm saying I'm like I'm like sitting there smiling at them, and they just instantly are just like, here, and I'm just like, I don't want to give off that vibe, that's not what I feel that I'm projecting out there, so sometimes I'm confused on why i'm getting that reaction but i understand you know people look at a physique and think certain things Things, because but that's Mm -hmm. only the the surface level of it you know what i'm saying like he was saying Mm -hmm. about me having layers i'm a lot deeper than this surface level Level, here you know what i'm saying this doesn't define everything i am it's part of who i am but it doesn't define everything i am just some guy that's just big and wants to tear shit up like (laughs) That's not even in my heart. I'm the type of guy that's going to protect you from the guy that wants to tear shit up.
2: Yeah, I call him all the time. <laughs> hey, man, let's go get to, I want to go get that bitch bar. Walk with me over there real quick.
1: <laughs> real talk, you know, man, I don't like motherfuckers. Like, I don't like people that do have those gifts because I think we have fucking gifts. Mm-hmm. People have those gifts, and then they squander those gifts by fucking... You know, being rageaholics, or you know, like you were saying, just being assholes and shit like that. Like, dude, we're supposed to use these gifts we have to fucking protect people, bro. Like, yeah, we have this physique. That's what the fuck we were fucking made for. And I take that very, very seriously. You know what I'm saying? So any type of of threat that's just being a threat for for threat's sake, or for no, or for, well, everything has a reason. But you get what I'm saying? Like. I want to neutralize motherfuckers like that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not that mm-hmm. guy. So don't look at me like that guy, that guy, because I'm the opposite of that guy. That guy starts doing some shit, and it's in my vicinity, and I feel threatened. I'm gonna do something about him or them or whatever yeah. it, the situation is. You know what I'm saying? I'm that type of person. You know, so I'm not the type of person that's going to, yeah. you know, be aggressive towards you unless it warrants it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a peaceful motherfucker. I'll just be chilling. I chill. I take care of my family. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep my feet in the grass, work in my garden, meditate, do my (laughs) martial arts, archery, whatever I'm doing. And I just want peace, man. But if you bring that over, it has to to be a different switch. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't want to turn that switch on. That's not who I am. So I'm always going to promote being peaceful. As opposed right. to being aggressive, I'm always gonna promote that shit. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, just
1: don't cross that threshold.
0: You know what I'm saying? Definitely,
1: <clears throat> definitely.
0: Well, um, so we're talking about like how 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 you feel when you're in the gym and everything like that. So, like, Evan tell us like how you how you come to be this kind of guy now, this calm, cool, collective in the gym and in, in life and everything, um. Give us a little rundown, or don't give us a little rundown. Give us a, you know, some in depth kind of kind of man. stuff about you. Um, where are you from? Like the 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 roots. Uh, you... Oh man, me roots
2: originally. Originally, uh, yeah. I was born yeah. in the Bahamas. I was born in the Bahamas. Okay. Moved to Miami at the age of three, and pretty much Miami made me, raised me, molded me. Like it just made me who I am. You know what I mean. Specifically, yeah. North Miami. That's that's the the area I'm from. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I've Not seen a lot. Not the you part, but. <laughs> I've seen a lot. And I, I felt like being in that area and seeing what I've seen and dealing with what I had to deal with helped shape me as a man. In ways mm-hmm. where, like, I move over here and I see some of the stuff that's going on here. And people be like, "Damn, why? You, you just seen what just happened?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we see that on the East Coast all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just don't phase me. But that's not what I'm looking. That's not like you know. I'm past that. I'm just past that. Yeah. You know what I mean?" So, give us a description of your environment,
1: or uh, the environment you grew up in. Damn. How would you How would you describe it? <laughs> going Going back and analyzing everything that you saw, the people,
2: the atmosphere. You know. I would say North Miami was like a low to middle income area community. You know what I mean? Everybody, it's not as friendly as Naples. i just let you know that much. It's not as friendly. You got to be able to hold your own. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, a small example is that you go to the basketball court, you shoot some hoops. Hey man, just to let you know, fight could break out anytime. So you got to be able to hold your own. But it, it helped mold you as a man. Because then you know how to stay 10 toes down. You know what I mean? You, you ain't. You don't yeah. have to worry about like you. You shouldn't be looking at others to protect you. You gotta learn how to protect yourself. Right. You know what I mean and stuff like that. Like that area, like I said, it was middle middle income middle income class. You know, um, like I said, it's more. It was so much to do. It was so much to do, and it's like uh, I can't pinpoint because I don't want to say too much. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, just know, like I said. Yeah. People, it was a, it was more of a free fall man it was more mm. free fall where i feel like here in Naples is kind of structured a little bit like where people in Miami i'm telling you most people in Miami are trying to make it out of Miami mm. you know what i mean where here as you see Na- people and come Naples to come here and retire see bro i did not know that yeah i thought people were trying to get there no if people come to Miami they go to South Beach mm. that's where you live the life when you go when you living in Miami People that's born and raised in Miami always make it out of, they, they aim, the goal is to make it out of Miami. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when I finally was able to get the opportunity to get it out of Miami, I took it and run, bro. I took it and run. And not, not, I still love Miami. My heart is Miami. I, I go back to Miami often. I still love the city. I, most of my friends are still in that city. But it's just, when you have when you have a pathway and it leads to growth, you take it. Oh, definitely. You yeah, take it, definitely. you know what I mean? Because you know, half of them, half half of my boys in Miami, if they had the same pathway, they would have taken it. And half of them, when they, I talk mm-hmm. to them, and I'm like, yeah, this one I got going on on this side, they're like, man, don't come back. You good. Like, you you doing good for yourself, you know what I mean? There's no, ain't nothing going on over here. No good friends, too. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to get yeah, in trouble. Definitely. You're just going to get yourself in some trouble, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So... And, and and that's what, that's how it is out there. Like I said, it you know depend on your structure too. Like how you how you was growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I grew up mostly a single mother. <clears throat> Stepdad came into my life, and you know what I mean. He did his part. You know, helped mold me as a man too. You know what I mean? Mom was oh man. That's like that's a drill sergeant right there, <laughs> man. She taught me responsibility, accountability, and straight up like you whatever you do in life comes with consequences risk mm-hmm. reward whatever it it comes with it, but you gotta be you gotta be held responsible you gotta be able to own it mm-hmm. whatever you do own it so like good or bad whatever happens to me in life, I don't blame anybody for it I'm like all right it is it it happened I did what I did this I did that this is what comes with it this is what comes with it so
3: mm-hmm.
2: like she and still to this day I tell people all the time she's my hero, man. That lady's my hero, because she taught me a lot, man. She did taught me a lot. Shout out dude. to moms. Shout out to moms, man. <laughs> hey. That lady knows what's
1: up. Well, speaking of your parents, I had a question over here for you. What did it do? All right, this was, uh like specific lessons that you learned <clears throat> coming out of your household. Now, you spoke of your mother. So my question was, what lessons or words from your parents. So what lessons did they teach you or what words did they say when you moved out and you were out on your own mm-hmm. you discovered that what they said was real like what they were telling you was actually real that they were they weren't just speaking it but it was actually real but you didn't discover that until you got from under their roof.
2: It's anything stick out? Uh excuses. Mm. My mom was a no, no excuses type of lady. Like, she, mm. she it's not like she do not feel sorry for you, but she was like, What are you making excuses for? <laughs> like, what is, what is that going to do? How is that going to make, like, is yeah. that going to make, sometimes it don't even make people feel sorry for you. They'll be like, Okay, cool. Yeah, could you go do that again? Mm-hmm. So she was like, Stop making excuses. Get it right. Whether, you, whether it takes you 100 times to get it right, get it right. But don't feel sorry for yourself and make excuses about it. Get it right. So, that's the one Mm -hmm. thing I learned all through my teens. She kept just saying, stop making excuses. Like, she'll tell us, go wash the car. You wash the car. And she'll be like, okay, why isn't the wheels tied? And I was like, well, I I didn't have this. And she's like, yeah, that sounds like an excuse. Here's an alternative.
3: Mm -hmm. Like,
2: just get the job done. Mm -hmm. And I learned that in real life. Like, yo, your boss, yeah, you could say, yeah, you got a flat tire. All right, bro, put put a spare on. Get the work. Stop making excuses. I'm Mm -hmm. here, right? Let's get it. So... And that's that's yeah, super important, yeah.
1: bro. There's nothing worse than not being
2: accountable. Example. Mm-hmm. You're in the gym. Just like, because we, we we met in the gym, so we got a lot of gym talk. You know, there's days you got off of work from the fire department. You're tired, man. Mm-hmm. You're in the gym already. You're going to make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you don't need to be, be making excuses like, damn, yeah, I just came from the fire department. I I could just, you know what? Today's going to be a short day. I'm going to just be in and out. Nah, bro. Just get the work done. You down, man. Because when you do that, you start like burying yourself.
1: Exactly. You start just piling it mm-hmm. on. Excuse after excuse after excuse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then at the end
2: of the day, you're just sitting there doing nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? So that, that's that's the key thing I learned from her. And that's why sometimes people might say like I'm hard on them, like especially my younger siblings. They'll be like, damn. Because like, they look at me as like the dad figure. Mm-hmm. Out of all my brothers, they look at me as the dad figure because I kind of don't have time for the excuses. And it's not. And I always tell them, I'm not being mean to you. It's just let's get it done. Yeah. Let's get. I can help you. Let yeah. me help you. But let's get it done so that way you learn. Like in life, you, I don't need you. Like in life, not everybody's gonna take excuses from you. You know what I mean? You're actually nurturing them by doing that. Exactly. And they're gonna
1: appreciate it later on once they get some, they life, get, some mm-hmm. life experience. You know. <laughs> they're gonna appreciate that, man, and Definitely. they're gonna see how other people work, you know, and they're gonna realize that everybody didn't come up the same, you know what comes out of this person's roof doesn't come out of the next person's roof, you know that's why it's very important mm-hmm. that what's under your roof, like what comes out, you really have to you really have to keep an eye on you really have to keep an eye on your conduct and what the what the people inside are seeing all that's going to come out, you know, into the world, you know what I'm saying? So you have to be very oh yeah. very, very careful on how, you know, you're raising your kids, you, how you're treating your family. Um, you know, are you is your home somewhere where your kids can be creative and expressive or where everyone in the home can be creative and expressive? Does everybody have their own personal space, you know what I'm saying? Um, do you guys take turns doing things, you know? Um, and then instilling things in them like discipline and like he was saying, no excuses. All that accumulates, and then that's what goes out into the world, you know. So it's very important mm-hmm. that you continue to to nurture them in that mm-hmm. way because they see you in a certain light now. Exactly. But they, they're, they're really going to appreciate you, you know, when the time when the time comes.
2: I mean, what you're taught, what you're taught inside your home is what you bring out to the real world. You know what I mean? If you're talking responsibility and accountability, you're gonna hold that wherever you go in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you won't you won't be making these excuses. You won't be feeling sorry and pity for yourself. You're gonna be like you know you get the job done. But you, you like like you said, you teach your kids this. When they go out in the world, they're gonna project that. They're gonna project that. So that's that's the good thing about it, man. It's whatever you taught at home is what you gonna take in. In some weird way, it's gonna, it's gonna always come back in a full circle, and I deal with that all the time. With like I said, when mom was raising us. I was like, damn, this lady's so damn mean. She had us <laughs> doing all this stuff, and she, she always helped, me, especially for me. She always helped me to like high standards because, she, but she piled on more stuff on me because she felt like I can handle it. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't handle it, she mm-hmm. would do it. She's like, you can take on this this type of mantle. And at that time, like I said, as a kid, I was like. Hey, man, this lady, boy, I can't wait till I move out. This house boy, <laughs> I, I am not staying in here. She will setting you up good, what? But she was setting me up, man. She was set setting me you up. up she, you know, she felt like I could deal with it, man. I could deal with it. Like I said, all the chores from cleaning, washing the dishes. No lie, I was like a young boy. I was like, man, ain't no man should be washing those dishes, man. <laughs> but listen, it, it, to the day, I do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wake up. This is I'm cleaning them and I had one time I was dating this girl and she was like, Damn, why are you always cleaning stuff? I'm like, <laughs> Why are you always cleaning?" I stuff? gotta stay clean, man. <laughs> yo,
0: what, hey, you, what it's we doing? Second uh, nature.
2: <laughs> exactly. You know no. what I mean? And she was like, Damn, I ain't never had a man that cleans. I'm like see, and then you start hearing stuff like that. And
1: then yeah. so that those guys, those types of those types of ideals, you know, they weren't taught in those homes. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And you, mm-hmm. you find that out. You don't really find out that your parents are really setting you mm-hmm. up good exactly. until later. And you're like, damn, that's how that's how they were coming up. That's exactly. how they got brought up. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm glad my parents brought me up in that certain <laughs> way, you know, because now I'm happy that I can cook for myself. I clean yeah. like I really don't need a woman because <laughs> because my mom made me so fucking independent, independent yeah. like I can literally do everything. Yeah. Not that I want to, but I can. Do everything. I can do it all. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for that because mm-hmm. we used to have like my mom used to do boot camp every Saturday. Every Saturday, you was getting your ass up. She has the it's work uh, time. Yeah, <laughs> she have the she had the list on the fridge. Who had what? Our brother got the bathroom. I got uh-huh. the living room. You know, my sister got the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And we were in there cleaning the whole house. She would pop that CD in, what? probably black blasting something and. <laughs> We clean that whole house up every yeah, Saturday clean every morning. The house before you know what I'm saying? Side. And yeah. I couldn't stand it back then, bro. I, I just loathed it back then, man. But now, you know, especially having been had, having had roommates
0: and, oh, and yeah. live
1: with other people and shit, and you realize that other people don't have that uh that same level of like hygiene and, mm-hmm. and standard yeah. and mm-hmm. shit
2: like mm-hmm. that, you know. But that's what makes you appreciate it most, yeah. When you get around others and you notice, damn you yeah, I wasn't raised this way? Yeah. No. Nope. But he said, I ain't never watched this a day in my life. And I'm like, oh, damn, bro. Or I ain't never done my laundry before. Yeah. You know what I'm hey, hey, asking you how to do laundry. I'm like, man, I ain't doing it for you. <laughs> Play with somebody else.
1: So, mom, I appreciate it, mom. I'm grateful for that. As a kid, I couldn't stand that shit. Boy. But now, I totally appreciate it now as a man. But
2: you do you think this generation is built off that? Because I don't think... off what? Like... Because for some reason, I don't feel like you can, like some of them, they're they're more, I won't say, I don't want to use the word ungrateful, but when you try to teach I them. I would use that. <laughs> <laughs> I would use that word. Because when you try to teach them stuff like that, they're like spoiled and privileged and they don't think mm-hmm. they should be doing that type of work anymore. Entitled, bro. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've, I've noticed that uh, because I definitely keep a keen eye on the younger generation. And I have noticed that they are they are very much entitled to
2: things that they didn't earn. Facts, and that is just mm-hmm. backwards as hell. See, I like I like what Shaq told his kids. He told them, "I'm a millionaire, not you guys. Mm-hmm. This is all me. Mm-hmm. You guys got to go get your own. You guys was just raised. I was just able to raise you guys in a high, you know, high standard, high, you know. Yeah. You guys got whichever whatever I want. But once y'all hit 18 you better go get it on your own. Because this just, is all me. <laughs> just just them, just him
1: being their dad gives them a fucking a thumbs, a boost.
2: Man. alone. You walk a Your resume say O'Neal. <laughs> You're like, all right, yeah, bring him in.
1: You know, like,
2: that's enough. You know? Yeah. But, no, you
1: facts, facts. That facts. is enough, man. We're we're meant to build so for our kids, but we're not meant to give everything mm-hmm. we work for and everything we earn away to our kids.
0: I don't believe in that. True. I feel like that's, I feel like it's um my generation because I'm I'm younger. Than, I would say I'm younger than both of y'all. Like I I know I'm younger than my cousin for sure. But like the my generation that's having kids, um, uh, you know, when we were young, like in our early twenties, and and now, um, I feel like is that is that generation that's like, uh, I don't want to have to work too hard when I'm at home. Like, here, let me put this dish in the dishwasher. Let me just be. Let me get the robot to sweep and, and mop and let me get you know the fridge is gonna remind me to do this and do that um and that's raising now this technology era of kids that's straight in the laptop straight in the tablets now that they don't know how to say they don't they don't know how to take no for an answer um mm-hmm. so i i feel like that's like i was saying that's that's my generation that's that's fucking up basically you know so mm-hmm. Well, um, it's a divide. Need to do better, let me say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there there is a divide in, in generation because you know, I was just talking to my brother the other day about this. And Evans mentioned it as well. Like the way he grew up. Like the way we grew up, you didn't you couldn't be soft and, and live where we live. Like you would get you would get eaten You're if you eaten if alive. you if you were soft, man. So we, we we didn't even have a choice, bro. Like, you could literally walk down the street and get jumped by, <laughs> by some dudes that live across the neighborhood. Like, things like that, you know what I'm saying? That you had to look out for. So it's like, and we actually roamed the neighborhood. We weren't in the house and stuff back then. Mm-hmm. We walked around and we explored we back then. We was outside,
2: outside. So you could run into
1: anybody out there. You know what I'm saying? So you had to have that toughness. You had to have street smarts. You had to know how to... Um, React on your toes, you know what I'm and saying? You know
2: how to conduct yourself when you get into a certain a certain setting too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could you have that mm-hmm. on and off switch. Yeah, you, know, you learn how to do that. hmm Yeah,
1: you learn that you don't just have one gear, you know what I'm saying? You can Facts. you can adjust and adapt. And it's almost like you can become a chameleon. It's mm-hmm. like shit, I can blend in anywhere I go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm the darkest one in the room. I mean. I ain't really that dark, but
2: maybe heaven. <laughs> uh, like like the only thing I started laughing, I was like, yeah, you talking about
1: me. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Just just being adaptable. We had, to learn, we had to learn how to adapt, man. And the thing is, since we were out exploring, we got into so much shit. We learned so many lessons by doing it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just things we were hearing about. We were out doing the shit, mm-hmm. fucking up. And being like, hey, do we want
2: to do this or do we not want to do yeah, it? Yeah, but you you get to be a man about it, and you you learn from it. Yeah, because I notice, like for example, the, the generation that's coming up now. Man, I talk to some of these kids, whatever, and they want to do what we used to be doing, and I'm like, bruh, y'all y'all grew up in a good neighborhood, <laughs> y'all got it good, y'all don't want to be doing what them boys doing. No, yeah, you, yeah, just just chill out. This ain't you. I'm like, this is not you. Why, why <laughs> do you think that's? That was-
1: why do you think that's so enticing to them? Because it's it, a world that they it, fantasize.
2: They see it, they fantasize it. They see it on TV, it's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Everywhere they go, they've seen it. So they want to live that. With until they end that. Once they end that lifestyle, that's when they're like, mm-hmm. damn, it, it ain't cut. I don't want this type of pressure. Mm-hmm. But when they you know, when you're watching it from like a movie standpoint, you watching movies with drug dealing, this and that, you like, ah, oh, damn. Yes, it's because- you, man. Because to add to that, I
1: love that shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a mentality of I know that I'll never do that, so I can actually enjoy it mm-hmm. because I know I'll never be involved in that shit, so I can look at it for what it is and and not be influenced by it. You know what I'm saying,
2: but not 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 today's generation, like he just he was just um, Mr. Smooth was just um piggybacking on it, like some of them. They don't even want to work. Mm -mm. They don't even want to work. But they want, I I need money. All right? Go get a job. Yeah, but I don't want to work. All right? Then what do you expect me to do? Like, nah, they don't even want to work no more, man. I've heard that more than
1: I ever expected to ever hear that.
2: Facts. I mean, I was 14 years old in Miami. For my 14th birthday, first thing I did is I got up. Put a dress shirt on, put some pants on, and went straight to Aventura Mall to go look for jobs, bro' Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want some money, but i want I know I have to go work for it like that's the mentality that I was always raised in my household was don't ask for it, go get it, go work for it so for at fourteen, where I know there was that, that that was the hiring age, put on a dress shirt, this and that, I took the bus straight to the mall, mm-hmm. man, I wouldn't walk around I would walk around so hard that I remember when I was waiting for the bus to go back home. One guy at the bus stop came up to me. No, actually, no, when I was on my way through the food court, one guy thought I was one of the managers. Because he was like, Man, you done dressed up, you looking nice. I'm mm-hmm. thinking you one of the managers here. I'm like, nah, man. I'm looking to be a manager here. Mm-hmm. So and but I always was taught, I don't, I don't cry about it. I don't, I don't, I don't of course I do wishful thinking because I'm I'm like daydreaming about it because I see it. I can do it. I go get it. I don't I don't need nobody to give it to me. Don't. I, I don't ever want something given to me because then I feel like those are the type of people that keep receipts. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. Owe, you, remember, mm-hmm. you owe me this. Uh, you ain't owe me nothing. I owe you nothing. I want to go get it. So That's another big reason because for me,
1: because I have been in a situation in my life where I was reliant on someone, bro, and that was just the worst experience ever. And someone who did feel like that gave them power over me you know what i'm saying so having experienced that i told myself i would never ever ever be in that situation ever again and that was like motivation enough for me to be like yo i'm not gonna be put in that situation no matter what i have to do or what extra i have to do i'm never gonna be reliant on anyone again man because People can go left with that. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like yeah. he was saying, keeping receipts, man. Motherfuckers keep receipts, bro. Yeah. They don't do it out of the kindness of their heart. They keep a receipts, bro. What you owe me? You owe me this. Or they're, they're keeping it as something that they can hold over your head.
2: It's a dark cloud over your head. And then sometimes you as a person feel the same way like, damn, he, he called me for something. I I got to hurry up and do it because I remember what he did for me. And he's I feel like it's, it's holding. He didn't, because I didn't feel like he did it out of love. I feel like he did it. So I can do this later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you do it for, do it out of love. If I do something for you, I don't look at it as like, you owe me or no Nah, bro. You good. You good. I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. It's all
1: good. I did it because I genuinely wanted to help you. Facts. And nothing more.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing more than that. But I've learned that you can't view everyone in the same light as you think. So, some, so just because you're a person that will give and not, you know, expect anything re- in return, that doesn't mean the other yeah, people people like the that other people are going to be the same way. Yeah. The, the people that you deal with, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean they're going to be definitely. that same way with you. So you can't expect to get help from them and then it just be over with. You know what I'm saying? Some people are going to expect yeah. things back, you know? can't
0: <laughs> <That didn't sighs> give us out here. Well, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. uh So, you you being I, I'm not gonna say a gym rat at all because them them motherfuckers are I compared like to meatheads what? in the gym. The boys, uh, <laughs> <more>, different boy. <what?
2: laughs> the boys, all they can talk yeah. to is about the gym. You like, damn, bro, that's the only thing you can talk that's about. All I
0: like, know. <laughs> is that what, the definition?
2: What? Um, oh yeah, not gym rat. I call them juice has
0: heads. To be.
1: Oh, okay. Juice heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they only talk about the gym.
2: What? I told you, I went on a date with a girl. She was like, and I never mentioned the gym to her. And she was like, you know, I actually thought we were going to just talk about the gym. And I'm like, nah. I'm like, that's like a a percentage, like a good 15, 20% of my life. But that's not all of me. She's yeah. like, oh. She's like, that's a she's like, that's why. Because I noticed like, she just kept smiling in the date. She was like, I was waiting for you to bring up some gym stuff. And I'm like, damn, what? Like, like, like this is it? Uh, this is it with me? That my whole body says, "Jim only." She's like, "No, damn. I just waiting for it because she's like, that's all guys with your physique talk about." It. And I was like, "Nah, I was like, yo, listen, it it didn't it didn't make me who I am. I was I was already self made. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just added another layer to me where I'm like, okay, now I can talk to gym with a guy. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, yeah, all... yeah. What
0: um, what propelled you to be in in the gym? You know as consistent as dedicated to the gym as you are like how what what put your what got your mind to be like all right i want to go i want to be at the gym i want to work this this and this all the time or um were you actively like in sports or was it just like a i just want to be healthier i just want to be fit you know
2: um you pretty much highlighted most of it for one i was always like athlete i played basketball I was always a basketball player, okay. I played basketball, but moving over here, and knowing that my basketball dreams are crushed, they're done. Ain't hey, you no, know, first of all I, just, maybe because I'm sitting down, but he's hes a lot taller than me. <laughs> I am not six foot. So just let that be clear, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm, I'm 5'10", and you know, with shoes on, I get 5'11". You know what I'm saying? So, I know basketball wasn't working anymore. I know that that's that's over with. So, I, But I still wanted to stay active and in shape. So, I'm going to be honest with you. The gym thing, it was like, it was something I tried. I quit it three times. I quit the gym three legit times because mm-hmm. I felt like it's hard. I wasn't seeing, you know, you don't see quick results. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. You don't see quick results. And I was like, man, I don't think this is for me. Like, honestly, I thought basketball was more for me because it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun sport to, to play. Because even if you're not scoring, you're running up and down, you know, you, well, talking shit, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's fun. A lot more dynamic. Dynamic to it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where sport, uh, where gym is like, if you don't know what you're doing, you're pretty much like, hey, all right, let me go do this here. Right, let me go do a little, a little back. You're doing all type of stuff, but there's no goal. There's no legit goal. <laughs> so my cousin, who's like, straight a gym he's a gymnast pretty much he's into the gym this is what he do he got me into it trained me a little bit molded me shop taught me how to use the basic machines that thank god because i don't even think some of these trainers know how to use some of these machines he got me into the gym and that's when i started kind of seeing results time and he taught me taught me how to diet what to eat this and that so everything started coming in full circle because for some reason it became something that I did here and there like once or twice a week, mm-hmm. but then it became something where it became a habit Yeah, where it's not mm-hmm. even, it's not even something that I felt like I, I wanted to do, but it's something that I felt like I needed to do in order to start my day off. Right. Mm-hmm. And you remember we, first thing in the morning, fresh, I'm hitting the gym. It helps me propel throughout my yes, whole day. It does, I bro. feel good physically mentally and my mind is sharper clear you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it just became like you can call it a lifestyle you know what i mean it became a lifestyle where Um, you know i'm not of course i'm not trying to be hulk around here i ain't trying to be the biggest dude walking around here but it's just it's something that once you get that once you learn that discipline through the gym it propels you in everything in life because first thing people see they're like damn the fact that you look the way you look you're very Determined, you have high ambition, and your your discipline is off the charts because you're able to stay with it consistently. Mm-hmm. You always when you talk to people, they're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I only could, I get in there twice a week, three times a week, but I'm tired." This and that. Well, you got to remember, you're sore today, you still back in there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's that that you know that ambition, man, and that's what that's what yeah. that's the reason why I kind of love the gym because see, basketball taught me leadership and how to work with others. The gym taught me a lot about discipline and putting, of course, putting you first and mm-hmm. just taking it to the next level, man. Mm-hmm. Honestly. And that's why it's it's hard for me to just say, Oh, I'm gonna just give it up. Like, even if I'm not in there lifting, you see me. I sometimes come in there and just do cardio. But it just helps me like, all right, my mind's clear. I'm physically feeling good. And now let me start my day. So that's
3: good shit. Yeah. So what would you say, yeah. what about you? I was going to ask him
1: like you mentioned some of the benefits. What do you feel are the major what have been the major benefits for you? keeping that consistency, keeping that discipline? What differences have you seen within yourself that really stick out to you?
2: oh something i I, I put me first i put me feet me first. Regardless of you training with like a group of people, whatever it is, what, what I like about the gym is it holds you accountable for your own results. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I could work out with you. We could be working out. I'm over here getting my workout on. But just because I'm getting my workout don't mean you're benefiting from it. You're benefiting from what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So we can do it together, but at the end of the day, your results come for, for you. It's only for you. So that's what I learned a lot about the gym is like, Bro, the work you put in is the results you get. So it's all about yeah. like putting you first in a, in in a selfish way, but like and not in such a like you know what I mean. Like it's like you're not trying to totally be selfish, but your results come from what you've done. Yeah. So you have to be a little lo- somewhat selfish about with yeah. the work, the results you want. You well, know what I mean?
1: It's 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 called selfish, but you're literally pouring into the vessel. That is, you know, what other people need or may Mm -hmm. need you for. Your vessel needs that shit first First. before any of them can get any piece of that. So until you get yourself good and get yourself complete, people shouldn't be trying to pick (inaudible) pick (inaudible) off of you. Especially if you're already depleted and drained and Mm -hmm. and they're still trying to pull from you. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's very important to be selfish in that regard. because. If you're not right, you know everything that branches out from there isn't going to be right. Nice. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna keep, you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna spread from that core that you have. You're gonna spread that out to okay. other people. You know what I'm saying? And make things worse. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta sit in silence and take care of yourself and take care of your body. Go to the gym if you need to. Like find something a niche. Yeah, find something mm-hmm. like the gym. The gym is just something we mm-hmm. do. So we're, we're just talking like, about it. I know? I know
2: people that. For example, not trying to get all re- religious or whatever. I know people that that go that go to um, church every Sunday, every Sunday, and sometimes they're not even listening to the Word of God or whatever their 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 um, religion is. But what it is is they have a habit of going there every Sunday, like they have to, because mm-hmm. it gets them ready for the rest of the week that they have. Yeah like it's just legit like and that's how I look, I I kind of perceive the gym like when I get to get get the going in the morning it helps me propel for the rest of my day like yeah I might be sore here and there but I'm for some reason mentally I'm cleared mm-hmm. I'm clear you know what I mean I don't do it because I have to do it like you know some people make it a like a chore like damn I have yeah. to go to no nah, I do it because I'm grateful yeah. that I'm able to come in and do what I do you know what I mean and that's why I walk in the gym, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I feel at home. Like, oh, let's get it. Let's, let's have some fun. You know what I mean? Because I know at the end of the day, like I, we were just saying, it's, 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 a, it's a, somewhat a selfish term to use. And I like it because I'm doing it for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm doing mm-hmm. this for me. Whether my gym partner want to show up or not, the work is going to get done because I'm doing it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want my results. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the one thing I learned about it. And I kind of kind of take it, in the same way if, in like my studies, like, yo, if you don't study, you don't get the grade. And it goes back to what my mom taught me. Hold yourself accountable for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't don't make excuses. Mm-hmm. You, you got the results because that's the amount of work you chose to put in. So you put mediocre results. Yeah. You put in that mediocre effort. You get that mediocre grade. Mm-hmm. So don't get, don't point at the teacher. Don't point at the homeboy. Don't point at my man here. And be like, damn, you the reason. Why am I the reason? (laughs) You feel me? Why am I the reason?
1: Point to everyone but themselves. Facts. Facts. Yeah, man, that's huge, man. Especially, uh, I can only speak on manhood since I'm a man. (laughs) But, um. (laughs) Get yourself in trouble here, boy. (laughs) That accountability. (laughs)
4: you know
1: know i walk right into danger
2: (laughs) i'm trying to keep you out of trouble man Uh,
1: but no i was gonna say about um about men being accountable especially you know um i wanted to touch on that as well the aspects of manhood that you find important because i really i really want to speak to the younger guys i mean this could be a broad spectrum to who it reaches, but I really want to speak to younger men right now. You know, the guys that are coming up, the guys that are being influenced, the guys that, as Mister Smooth said, the generation is fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Um, what would you say to these guys as far as traits that they can carry with them that would be beneficial with them, and that, and that they can carry with them their entire you know, lives as a man. What would you say to those guys? Hit them, it's a smooth.
0: Uh, me?
1: Oh, I thought you were
0: talking to Evan on that one. Uh,
1: <laughs> we gonna get both of y'all. <laughs> I really
0: did. I was like, listen, I was, I was in, it. I was like, I'm trying. I'm waiting on his answer <laughs> right here. I'm trying to. I'm because I, I got something I need to learn. You know. Uh,
1: got to adapt. Traits,
0: traits to, yeah, traits to carry throughout life. Um, that you've listen, learned so just, far. Listening to my heart and mind. Um, I've gone, I've gone so much of just like listening to one side and get myself, you know, either fucking myself over or getting fucked over either one, excuse my language. Cause I like, I'd be, I'd be with it. So, um, and just learning lessons the hard way. So, you know, take heed to what your heart and mind's got to say to you. Um, don't settle for, don't settle for somebody that or not somebody don't settle for those people that are just like, okay, you're gonna, you're, you know, you're doing okay. You're doing fine, whatever, like, be your own worst critic. Um, be your biggest supporter, you know, carry, you gotta, you gotta push yourself. Cause ain't nobody else going to do it for you. Um, those are, those are, that's, you know, that's the shit I've learned growing up. Um, granted, like I've had, I've had, I've got older siblings. I've got, uh, older, older relatives, older cousins, um, that I look up to. And it's, it's, uh, even watching them, like they've gone through a struggle and they're not going to give me the answers. Nobody's going to give you the answers to, to, get it all done they're going to show you you know how they how they got through it um and it's on you to you know push yourself through that you know see what yourself see what you're made of um i'm that's, that's a big thing i took definitely to heart um i i've made some fucked up decisions that i gotta live with um so it's i'm i'm moving how I should I'm moving how how I see, you know, I see fit right now. Um so just just taking heed to I, a trade I say is definitely um listen to listen to to the older, you know, the older generation that's been through it, that's seen it, mm-hmm. done it already. Um and just strap your boots up and get to it. Like that like like Mr. Evans said, like there ain't no excuses for shit. Like get the word. Get, get the it done. Word. Get yeah. it done.
2: But so, uh, I, I like what you said. The keyword yeah. was listen. That keyword was listen. Mm-hmm. And I always tell guys this: as I, when I was a kid growing up, I always hung out with guys my age and a lot of older people, because you want to be like a a sponge. You want to be able to mm-hmm. soak yeah. in their experiences, so that way mm-hmm. you can. I won't say you won't always avoid what they're teaching you, but you kind of you can cut the corners a little bit. You caught the corners, or when it comes, you like, oh, damn! So this is what he was telling me mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been through this before. You know what I mean? And yeah. but you got to look at this today's generation. You, it's hard to tell them do this, do that, and this is the reason why because they're like, the hell you know? You like, you sure? <laughs> I've been, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I've been in your boots before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. the that's the thing I, I was I, I people when you said listen because that's the hard thing for today's generation to do is listen. Because they think they know better. Yeah. I don't know, for some reason, I, and I don't feel like we were that way when we were younger. Because I always used to listen to the OGs. I I'll listen to my parents. I will listen to, I mean, I probably wouldn't like, take everything that they taught me within, you know, I wouldn't do it now, but I would listen and be like, damn, so okay. Alright, what does they mean? What do they? What does she mean by that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would try to kind of like figure it out like, damn, what does she mean by that? She is she just saying this just to say it? But then until you go through it, you're like, "Oh, okay, she was in." She no, she's talking she knew, about she life. Life. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. yeah. had she plenty of life. those moments, bro. And then the settling thing, the settling part. Yeah, man. I mean, I learned that from my mom, man. where she always say: Listen, you know your value as a man, and you know mm-hmm. you know the hard work you can do, and you know what you could bring to the table. So don't ever settle in any way in life when it comes to work. Relationships, education, don't settle. don't Don't ever settle because you're gonna have to live with that. You know that situation. For mm-hmm. example, if you settle for a certain girl because she just brings this one specific trait in your life, and you settle with that. And then fifteen years later, ten years later, he's like, "Damn, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Been that, done that. You man. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like, damn, this is what I like. You know what I mean? So just don't settle. And that's that's the two things I was kind of keying on when you were talking. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the soaking in everything basically expanding your mind. Like, I mean, I learned from young kids still. Mm-hmm. And I don't even look at it as like, damn, because I'm older, I'm supposed to like shut them off. Like, they don't know any better. No, because they have a different perception of life that you can learn from them from. no doubt, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And OGs, mm-hmm. you can always go back to old head. Man, I know this lady named a 100 years old at the hospital, telling me all different stuff. But then and when I tell her how we're doing things in today's world, she's like, damn, it's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know? So I mm-hmm. never look at a certain person when it comes to age, demographics, or whatever, and be like, I can't learn from you. You don't know any better. Mm-hmm. No, because your perception mm-hmm. of the world probably isn't the same as my perception of the world.
1: Real talk. So. Yeah, I look at everyone as a teacher. Everyone. Everyone that you come across is going to teach you something. I don't care if it's someone you like or dislike. It doesn't matter. They are teaching you something. We're all teaching one another something. Because like Evan said, we all have our own perceptions of life, but we still must combine those amongst one another. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when we have these types of discussions and conversations, we put our worlds together. And we're starting to understand one another's worlds better as we mm-hmm. go. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's
2: you're you keen on it, the right? teacher, teacher. Yeah, because just like I could be, you know, this all the time. We talk about it. I feel like I could learn a lot of discipline from you from what the artwork that you do because mm-hmm. it 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 literally projects discipline, in my opinion. So me, if if I if I like discipline. I can be like, yo, how you how you do what you do? Because mm-hmm. it takes a lot of mental fortitude. And then you're a teacher at that because that, you, you mastered that. Where, let's just say mine's is weightlifting. Now you're like, man, I want to put on some size. Mm-hmm. You exactly. teach me how to put on some size. Yeah. Hey, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. So join me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I like what you just said because it's like everybody's a teacher at something. Yes. At something. And no one's yeah. too old and too young to teach. I mean... I bet you give a young kid an iPad, and they'll teach you more than you know on the iPad. Like they will. he would be like, yeah, how did I, you did that? <laughs> <laughs> so I bought that for you. <laughs> right? you teaching me how to use it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah, it's real talk, man. Learn from everyone, bro. Because, like, that's why I've never liked the terms, like, smart and shit like yeah. that. Because, bro, we.
2: Everybody's smart. Mm-hmm.
1: In, in, in a specific area. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's this cliche that, Is within our society how people you know we've all heard lawyer or doctor lawyer or doctor we hear that shit all the time but it's like those people are considered smart but their knowledge is only in one area one (laughs) One specific area think of all the vast amount of knowledge in the world and then think about what they know but these people are considered the smart people you know I don't think there is any smart people. Everybody has something that they can show you, show you or really. because everybody focuses on different things, specific things, you know? We all pick up on different things. We all have different roles to play and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, there is no one that can't teach you anything. Like Evans was saying, it doesn't matter what age, bro. Newborn, yeah, kids, they, elders. Babies teach you how to be patient. Oh, my <laughs> <You should. laughs> That's one thing that I need to work on is that, and I'm learning it, yeah. <laughs> but that's a real yeah. talk. ain't nothing truer than that what he yeah. just said.
2: so that's not- yeah
3: <laughs> bro.
1: and 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 you have to, and you look at things that way, man um at least I can say so for myself, I'm learning to view things in that in that, in that light and do my best not to be frustrated by them, you know what I'm saying, um, but know that i'm I'm learning. A lesson you know even if this lesson isn't being taught in the manner that i, I exactly I wanted to be yeah. taught to me <laughs> you know it's yeah, still a valuable man. lesson that i'm learning you know what i'm saying so um that's very important to pick up what you can from everyone man Thanks. don't uh don't mm-hmm. belittle anyone thinking that they don't know anything you know what i'm saying because uh yeah. you could be a genius right underneath your nose and you never know
2: never know you know what
1: i'm saying and to go on, to add to talking about the OGs, man, talk to the OGs, bro. I'm telling you, they got so much wisdom. They done been there, done that. You know, they have a different perspective because they come, came from a different era, but they can teach you so much about, you know, how to move forward, you know. So I was a kid that always hung around older people, like naturally. So I was always being that sponge that you were saying, <clears throat> because I think at a young age, early, I I noticed the value of being around like the elder people. You know, mm-hmm. kids were cool. You know, you run around and play. They were cool, but I was always gravitating towards the older groups, the older groups. and I would just sit there and listen to yeah, them talk. Just little man. I, I played my position because. They don't do that shit these days. But back then, you don't fucking interrupt adults when they're talking. Man. You know what I'm saying? You don't come between that. You don't come in a group of adults and just start yeah. start doing shit. You just sat back and played listen. your position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To listen. You know. So
2: and you learn more when you listen. Yeah. People don't understand that like you can sit in a room and watch. Like I can sit in a room and watch a several amount of people talk, and I can literally like learn who they are just by sitting there listening. I ain't even got to say nothing. I can just be like, mm-hmm. All right, yeah, you this type. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. tell. Oh man, yeah, he a loud mouth one. Bruh. He loud, but you know, he, he uh, can totally walk, walk in,
1: a, walk in a room and totally dissect it. Dissect it, just by, just by listening. That's why I always yeah. be quiet. Everybody always yeah. asking, why you so quiet? It's because I'm figuring I'm out, figuring out. Who, I'm figuring out who full of shit <laughs> That's what I'm figuring out. I'm figuring out how to navigate. If I'm sitting there and I'm analyzing the room and I'm reading the people in there, when I take another step forward, I'm gonna know exactly what pathway I'm mm-hmm. taking because I I know not to go near you. Yep, you learn or people's go near you.
2: personalities and traits just by sitting there listening and yes, let, let them talk themselves out. Yeah. Because you walk in the room, and you start talking, you don't get time to read it as much. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're you already you in it. You you know mm-hmm. you stay in your peace yep. and this mm-hmm. now you sit back, you just listen. You like all right, you okay. All right, you like this. All right, you 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 little quiet. You shy. You probably reading the room just like I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You do all type of stuff, man.
1: Right? Real talk, bro. Real talk. Yeah. That's good shit, though. Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings, man. That's Facts. another thing. Be aware of your surroundings. You ain't gotta be out there paranoid, but know where you at, man. Have your situational awareness. Know what's going on around you. Know who's around you. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing. People that you keep around you, keep in your circle, that you keep close to
2: you. And always listen to your energy, peep your energy. No doubt. If you feel off about somebody or they give you that weird handshake and you just stop feeling that energy right, listen, trust that trust that instinct. It's telling trust you something. Trust that instinct. It's telling mm-hmm. you something, man. Mm-hmm. It's telling you something that I call that a left hand handshake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think- Whenever you get that handshake, you're like, man, <laughs> this don't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Bru- Brother shake my hand and he ain't showing no love. That's I don't a big thing. No love in this that's book, that's man. big. That's big you with know mean? me, man. I've I've sh- I've,
1: sh- yeah. I've shook a couple people's hands yeah. and have just felt nothing in yeah. Yeah. it. Yeah, you and have kind of no, just been no, like, no,
2: ain't no, ain't no that energy not there. Yeah. Just not there. You know what I mean? And that's when you like, you got to trust that instinct because it's telling you something. That mm-hmm. that vibe just already ain't ain't clicking. Yeah, man, it ain't clicking. So yeah, you can't just believe that every force that's
1: out there to protect you. You can't believe pretty, that you can yeah. see it. Mm-hmm you get you feel it you like trust mm-hmm. that shit it's there for a reason you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but yeah man mm-hmm. learn from everyone talk to your ogs man like really talk to them and listen to them listen to their stories. listen to their experiences man that shit's valuable to take with you um as you go on this journey of life you know what i'm
2: saying that's that's a hell of a journey boy. Mm-hmm. And shit. shit, the way life goes, like take all the help you can get. Yeah, take all the help. But that's the get. problem. Us men, especially <laughs> independent men, man, have we don't like asking for help. Oh, that's and you answer. know that we we rather you with your shawty y'all lost instead of asking the, about the gas they should do for help. You like, man, we'll figure it out. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Like Shady, where, Shady, that, where Shady, that compass at? Yeah, Sean, looking at you like, bro, we've been lost for the past two hours. <laughs> yeah, man. And you're like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. But nah, man, ask that, ask that dude for help, man. There, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's a, a trait
1: I've had to learn going yeah. back to manhood Listen, traits. I've had to learn, like, let people help you. The people gosh, that genuinely yeah, want to genuine help you. want to help you, Not yeah. the people that we were talking about mm-hmm. that keep receipts. But yeah. the people who genuinely want to help you, let them help you, bro, because... Mm-hmm. They want to see you grow, man. They they want to pour into you. That it. door. They may that see door. something you don't see in yourself. You know
2: what I'm it's saying? It's probably sometimes it's that extra <laughs> yeah. push. You know, when you was riding the, the tricycle, well, you needed that extra hand to be just there. Mm-hmm. Just to be there while you're doing it. Just needed keep that Keep you stable. Just to keep you stable a little bit. You just needed that extra hand. Then up. he slowly let that hand mm-hmm. off. And they let that hand off and, and they watch you. Like, yeah, see?
1: Now you're riding by yourself. Yeah. You're feeling confident. They just They're just going to say, come <laughs> back. When you get big, come
3: back. Don't go on <in> the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, bro. That's facts yeah. though, man. I want I want to I want to ask this oh, my fault. This is my last this is my la- my last question. Um mental health wise like to the to the generation older to the generation your your generation now, the generation younger. Um what what do you what do you advise to those those, those guys um you know, that's not seeing any kind of like not seeing any progress. That's not, you know, they're in some like dark session and they're like, I I, I want to get in the gym. I want to, you know, talk to somebody. I want to do this. Um, but they just don't, they want to be like a recluse. Like, what do you, what do you say to those kind of people out there? Uh, going through those things.
2: Back to what um, he was saying earlier is that you just can't be afraid to ask for help. That's the key mm-hmm. thing. You can't be afraid to vent and talk to someone and that's us, you know, us black men suffer from, we, we, keep everything balled up men. You know what I mean? If you don't ask for help, then I can't show you the way. I can't read minds. I can't see you at the gym with your head down and be like, all I can do is like assume something, perception. Mm -hmm. I can assume that, damn, brother must be having a a bad day today in the gym or he just ain't with it. But I can't, I can't assume that you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because you ain't never me for help. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to be like, oh, man, I'm so-and-so. I just started in the gym. Could you just give me a rundown on the gym? Mm -hmm. Listen, me, You know, I'll give you a run. Now, it's a fact that I'll literally tell you, and I got little homies right now that I'll be like, yo, just join me. (laughs) Just join me. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll work out. You know what I mean? I'm not charging you. Just join me. Let's get it in. You know what I mean? But that's Mm -hmm. the thing is the the mental fortitude, man. You got to be able to... Don't be... Put your pride a little to the side. Just ask for help. Mm -hmm. Just ask for help. Because you got to remember, when you sign up for a gym, the first thing they do is like, can we provide you with a trainer? That's the help. I mean, I won't say... They all got good trainers, <laughs> but you know that's the help they 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 like they're used to people coming into the gym, and that's the first thing they do. They need help because you know you're walking into another, like I won't say another world, but you're walking into another atmosphere. Like you just don't know how to use these stuff. I mean, you can look at equipment and read it all you mm-hmm. want, and sometimes you know what I mean. You just don't get anything out of it from just reading it. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. want someone to visually show you how to. Yeah, you come. gotta get your hands on. You gotta get yeah. your hands on it. You know what I mean? Cause I've seen, I watch people, you know, sit there and be like, and you be like, yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> but you got to go over there, just like, man, I don't want you to break your shoulder. Yeah, let me exactly. show you how to do it. And they're like, oh, like that. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. like that. Now you feel it? Ah, it's burning. Look like, at yeah, <laughs> this is working. You're doing God's work.
3: Well, you feel me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's it's the help. And I noticed the the younger kids. I mean, I see it in the gym all the time, man. They'll pull up next to me, and it's like, for them to be like, you know, they, they want to get in competition level. Like, oh, man, damn, big boy bitch in 225. All right, let me put 275 on there. I'm going to show up. I'm, I'm bigger than him. he just, ah! I'm like, all right, bro, you're going to hurt yourself, man. Because you, they they more look at us as like, some of them, especially the younger generation, instead of looking at us as OGs, they look at us as competition. Mm. They really look at us as mm-hmm. competition, and I'd be like, "For what, man? Like, bro, you can learn from us. You can learn from me. Like, I have, I have no, I don't get anything from competing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not getting my money. My, fa- ain't, my family ain't doing better for me competing with you. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm hurting myself, my joints from trying to compete with you. Nah, man, ask for help. I always tell people, ask for help. Don't be, don't feel like you're mm-hmm. too big to ask for help. Don't feel like your pride is too, like, nah, just ask for help." Because if you're in that dark place, man, and you can't vent or you can't talk to anybody, you're just you're just going to bottle that up in. And sometimes you might never make it. Not, you We might not never go to the gym because you're like, nah. Like me, I had to ask for help. I had to ask my cousin for help. I quit the gym three times. Mm-hmm. I had to ask him and be like, yo, bro, what am I doing wrong, bro? Like, you know what I mean? And he was like, hey, let me show you. Put, 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 put it all together. Started making It started making sense. And I took off, but it t- if I didn't ask for help, I probably would never go in the gym.
1: What was so challenging that you quit the- those three times? The results, man. Just the results. And I see
2: results, because our minds, after one day in the gym, you like, all right, man, let me go stand in front of this mirror right quick, and you don't see no results, or you you know, you know, see temporary results. Mm-hmm. You like, mm-hmm. this isn't for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And you remember, like, my family, most of the men, not most of the men, but like my dad. I look at my dad's physique. He's a skinny, slender guy. He's like 6'4", skinny. So I looked at muscles as just not. Because, you know, when you look at your parents, you're like, sometimes, you you know, you're their offspring. So you're like, they're not big. I, I definitely can't get big. So that. I, I, Damn,
1: he's 6'4", and he couldn't get you at least 6 feet.
2: <laughs> that doctor lied to me, bro. That doctor lied to me, bro. Hey, bro. Uh... The doctor told me I was gonna be six one at least because the rate I was growing at. Damn! If I could find that fool, I'm sick of starting them with a lawsuit. Bro. Damn, bro! Why yeah, you sell my man dude. a dream like that? What? He sold. He sold my man six one, and I thought the, I thought the basketball dream too. I was like six foot, and I'm about to start windmilling. My man only five three, five <laughs> 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 uh, uh, five three and a half, bro, <laughs> with shoes on. Yeah, six four, you tall. You tall one, man. Taller, skinny, slender. Don't have like literally like no muscles, nothing. So I I was kind of sold on, man. And that was what the excuses I started making for myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, maybe it's just not, you know, when you start talking yourself out of it, you legit talk yourself oh, out no of doubt, it. Yeah, yeah. Tell yourself you don't want to go to work today. I bet you talk yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. I bet you do. And I started talking myself out of the gym and then I just got to the point and said, man, listen, I made this commitment. It's time to stick with it. So, I went to an expert. Hey, Cuzzo, you've been in gym 15 plus years. How do you get the mental fortitude to wake up and do this every day? Because, you know, after your first full, like, couple of days, you're so sore, you don't even want to go back. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go back. You're like, man, I need a rest day. That first week is hell. Oh.
1: Your body is fucking metamorphosizing and yeah. transforming. and Yeah. Yeah. yeah Take some
2: adjustments. And he was telling me, keep going. And I'm like, bro, I'm hurting. So, yeah keep going keep going and then you just start building you slowly start building so i'll say that you know what i mean that's that that's what got me into it man that's what helped me and that propelled me man is not not being afraid to ask and i mean i've been in the gym for like what six seven years now i still have old heads who teach me the little things man mm-hmm. the little things and they notice i'm not afraid to be like hey and when they're talking to me I'm still soaking it in, mm-hmm. whether I take it or not. I'm listening, yeah, and I might take bits of it mm-hmm. and yeah. boom, yeah. incorporate it in my life. That's it. I have I have some of them that always tell me, "Hey, this is what I learned. This is the proper technique." All right, all right, I'll try it out. Let me see if it works for me or not. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? But this younger generation, you can't talk to them, man. It's, it was, well, I won't say you won't, you can't talk to them, but it's hard to talk to them. Yeah, because they're they're stuck in their own ways, which isn't much. I found a few gems in there. Mm-hmm. I said I found a few gems
1: in there as far as the young cats in the yeah. gym. There's a couple There's in there. A
2: couple of them that's very humble. There's a couple. My of little them. boy, my dog Rafi, very <laughs> humble young man,
1: man. That, that's like, a couple yeah. that I talked to, and I'm like, he gonna be alright.
2: Yeah, yeah, he gonna be able to survive. Yeah, he, like he gonna be alright. Cause they're young. Some of them are young, but they got the. They, you already see, they got that. Yeah. They're cutting that curve from like from their society. You know, you know what I mean? They're like. They're growing within our society Mm -hmm. instead of their own society. So i will be like, yeah, he's going to be all right. He's Mm going to be all right. Because you see
1: that some of them, they genuinely are soaking up what you're Mm -hmm. saying. And you're like, this is going to be someone that's going to continue to do that, you know, mm -hmm. with other people as well. And, you know, just be able to build upon upon all the information that they gather, you know, take it with them in their lives. Mm -hmm. That's good shit. That's a big word. Accountability. Accountability, man. I've gotta have that come up mm-hmm. on the screen real big. Yeah,
2: accountability, bro. That's what today's world like. I'm telling you. I'm telling you they they want to do these things, but they want to be held accountable for it. Look at them. You see it in the news all the time. They gang Rico charges, whatever. Man, I'm snitching. But you was doing it too with everybody. With everybody, you better go down. It. You could take it, take it. Because mm-hmm. when you was doing it, you was ride or die. You was yeah. I'm repping the set. Mm-hmm. Now you you getting caught with with football numbers and you're like i ain't did it <laughs> they did it nah, bro you was riding with the set we got video you right take it bro it's just what it is it is what it is bro, mm-hmm. you yeah. it is, bro. thought you were down with the set for life right. i mean you gotta take the charges bro you gotta eat it
1: yeah no one wants to take that shit, bro no nah. and it's hard like even if you are an accountable person sometimes even an accountable person can sometimes be like damn i don't want to <laughs> I don't want to take that one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you have to. You can't. You can't lie or kid yourself, bro. Like you gotta. You gotta take that shit, man. You got to, or else you're just living a a false existence, man. Suck. The worst person you can lie to is your fucking self. Why it? That's real. Because if you lie mm-hmm. to yourself, then you're just totally living. You in, a in an fake illusion. life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you live in a you live in a world that don't exist. You know what I'm saying? You're being somebody that you're not, you know? And it's okay mm-hmm. because that's what kind of creatures we are. That's how we learn. We learn by seeing something happen and seeing how shit isn't supposed to happen and doing the opposite of it. You know what I'm saying? And that may that may be through us actually seeing it or it mm-hmm. may be through us experiencing it by actually doing it, you know? so
2: people, practice what
1: you preach. But we students, though. At the end of the day, we all students. And we can't be too hard on ourselves for not knowing the fucking world, what the world is.
2: That's a problem I struggle with. I'm constantly hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Constantly. I'm, but with, I'm with you on it's that. It's just, you know, I see myself in such a great light. Where Sometimes my mom tells me, dim it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Remember, like, stay within a certain, like, lane. Like, don't don't expect this out of mm-hmm. yourself. But it's just... I feel like I could get there, yeah, it's just I feel like I could get there, so it's just like that's the reason why I'm a little hard on myself, yeah, I but sometimes up, yeah. I have to appreciate where I'm at, yeah, and stop looking at where I thought I was supposed to be at, you know what I mean, because so. you gotta
1: think about when you do get to that place that. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be when you were down here, now you're gonna be looking for something else. Uh, so it's just Next level, yeah, and then you're it's gonna be like
2: searching searching and searching and I mean, searching. We, but like we play video games like simple games like Sonic, you go into levels after levels after levels, and you know, just everything in life is little levels, levels, levels. You mm-hmm. keep going up, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It don't stop. Be content on whatever level
1: you're on. Like be happy right there because you got to. at some point, as you're content on that level. You're gonna reach the next one, and then you're gonna have to totally adapt to that next one, you mm-hmm. know, and, and find your happiness within that level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. What else we got?
2: How's everyone feeling? Yeah, we're feeling good. <laughs> feeling good. Good talk. Always. Good people's. Good vibes. Good talk. Oh yeah. All right.
1: I want to hit y'all with my question now.
2: Damn. <laughs> You ready, Smooth?
0: Pop quiz. Hey. Uh, <laughs>
1: Both of y'all in the Complete the it. fifth. All right. <laughs> so here we go. So Evans, you'll go first on this one. So from what you observe in your environment and interactions with others, what kind of influence have you discovered that you are? When you're amongst other people
2: i've from what i've heard i'm, I'm a very good listener i'm a very good listener mm-hmm. like that was a you can say a trait of minds that i i never thought i'm beyond you, i never thought i i was a good listener i used to think i i was i had selective mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. where i'm like if it's certain things i like <laughs> I to, the rest yep. of it be like blah 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 like i'm just not yep. into it yep. but a lot of people be like I noticed a lot of people come to me and ask me for advice or ask me, Hey, let me talk to you about something. i am be like, What the hell you want to talk to me for? You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. what you want to talk to me for? Like, ain't that special. But they're like, no, you're a very good listener and you're in the fact that some people you talk to them, they listen, but they don't have good feedback because they're not really listening. Mm-hmm. You're just talking to yes, them. Yes, yes. It's like it's yes. like you're you're victim to a wall. They're you know waiting me? to speak. To speak. Where he, they're like, yo, I'm talking to you. You're not, you haven't said a word, but you're, you're listening to me. And then your input is like, I, you know what I mean? You, you actually feel what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm like, damn, I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't know I was a good listener, but people always, i, I noticed the, the various amount of people that come and call me and talk to me. And I'm like, damn, My, you know, like I said, I'd be like, damn, like, I, I didn't know that was a good trade of mine. So you yeah. know what I mean? And a lot of people say it is, it is. And That's and I noticed that with I I think it's one start when people started telling me that that's when I started really like keying in on the type of different people that come ask me for advice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I notice it's a various amount. It's younger gener some of the younger generations, especially when I go back home in Miami, I have women that ask me for guy inputs. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm dealing with this guy. This is how it's going. Why is he acting this way? Mm -hmm. And I have I even have people at my job who's older than me, and they ask me why their kids are acting this way, mm. and I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, y'all really care for Y'all really care for my, yeah, man. Really care for my input? The man so, of the people, yes. So, yeah, so, so uh, I, that's that's one. I'm a very good listener. Hell yeah! I just wanna uh, yeah. shout out. We got PD and we got Austin. Peter Austin, what', what it do, my boy? What up, man? What' we it in here
1: do? You doing our thing in here? We appreciate y'all joining us, man. Showing us our <laughs> support. Appreciate y'all. The Big
2: man. Pete, he probably just came from the gym. He probably did. <laughs> he was probably kicking somebody's
1: ass at the gym. <laughs> 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 Uh, he be in there torturing the people the greatness. The great. Shout out to y'all. Hey.
0: All right, Mr. Spoon. Uh, I I'd, I'd say a a oh, shit because I, I don't really be I don't really be asking people about the what they think about me at all because I, I i'm so nonchalant about things um like i feel like i'm nonchalant about things but people tell like i like piggyback off of evans like people say i'm a good listener um but then i get the like you're i'm i'm hella real with them on shit because um, i've just been taught like you don't sugarcoat nothing like be up front mm. be real with, with people and they're gonna be real with you and that's just how i was uh that's how i am with people um like if i'm if i'm not interested in it i ain't paying it no mind at all and you can do any and everything you want to, to try to get my attention for it it ain't gonna happen um but and then it, when it comes to like you know asking for advice anything like that like I'm i'm just I'm telling people like use fucking common sense, you know. Like you ain't gotta you ain't gotta sit there and overthink everything. Um, just common sense is, is gonna is gonna help you solve a lot of your you know what you're asking about, what you're thinking about. You know, um, keep it simple, and uh, that's the that's the most I get from people. It's just like are you just you just real, uh, yeah. you just too upfront, you know, with stuff. But it's it's funny because I'm 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 completely like. Personally I'm completely opposite. I'm a quiet person. I I'm I'm observant. Um, I just stay to myself a lot. So but for the people to say like, yeah, you just bold with you know, with with me, you bold with your answers on things and
4: <laughs>
0: that's just my raisin. Like I, I'm just like that. like a, yeah, man, no
4: that's how we came cousin. up. There
0: ain't no, there ain't no, yeah, there ain't no there ain't no playing no games around it. Sorry. So hmm. Those are people you want in your
2: circle though. Mm-hmm. People that's going to keep it 100 with you. Yeah. No doubt. You don't even know Yes Man, yeah. man. Not at all. We got yeah. too many of them. Not at all, bro. <laughs> too many Yes Man. Right. right like, a a on,
1: Yes man, man will fucking leapfrog loyalties, bro. One hundred.
2: You know what I'm saying? And when you fall in the ditch, yeah. they'll be like, man, I was going to tell you so, but why didn't you? Mm-hmm. You know I mean? but. but you got to remember, a lot, like, a lot of people... Sad part about it: not a lot of people could deal with real people. Yeah, a lot of people cannot deal with. Like you tell mm-hmm. somebody the truth, and it's not like like you said. I'm not trying to hurt you, but you ask for my advice, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Mm-hmm. But you can't take it. You, mm-hmm. you struggle taking it. So honestly, don't don't personally not not to be rude, but don't ask me for advice anymore because this you're not gonna get. I'm not I'm not going off emotion. I'm going off what you told me, and this is my my respectable input on it. Like. This is how you deal with this situation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like you said, use your common sense. But you know, in today's world, that's not so common. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The thing is,
3: when when most people
2: ask you for that advice,
1: they want a good life from you. They don't want the actual truth. No, They don't want you to tell them what they already know deep down inside that they're not facing. They don't want you to make that resurface like well make that come to the surface now you know so they want you to give them a nice lie that keeps them content in whatever illusion that they're creating in their mm-hmm. mind you know what i'm saying
2: they just need you to add to it yeah that's it yeah yeah mm-hmm. they need that validation
1: from mm-hmm. you
0: mm-hmm. you know True. Um, hey, it's even it's bad now though cuz you get you even got to be careful with um who you give advice to, really, because you know, motherfuckers will say, like, oh, you told me this, and you they'll turn around <laughs> and use that shit against you yeah. and be like, you know, you ain't worth shit. So you got to be hella selective <laughs> of who, even you know, like you give that, that advice to and, and that living yeah. hand to, because motherfuckers will stab you in your back in a heartbeat and, and not think twice, you know.
3: I'm gonna answer my own question too.
1: What I've learned about myself from other people because I'm always watching y'all, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got my eye on y'all motherfuckers, man. <laughs> but, um...
3: I've learned that I can rally people. Like, I'm very... Not born leader. Motivational. And people Mm -hmm. are
1: inspired by my actions. Um, I don't know if I would classify them as bold or anything, it just feels more righteous to me, the actions that I take. And I think maybe that may be a reason why people are attracted to that, you know. Um, Because when I when I live my life, I don't live my life with limits. And I don't live my life afraid you know? And I think that just like emits from me, (laughs) you know, that shit just radiates off me because it's so fucking natural, you know? And it wasn't all, it wasn't always this way. You know, I had to go through a lot to gain this amount of courage and deal with certain dangers as well and overcome that. But, um,
3: that's a real big thing that I've noticed is people are very, very much
1: attracted to, to me just for what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And to piggyback off you guys, the, the good listener thing as well, you know, I've heard that as well, but it's just helped me realize, uh, kind of my place or the place that I want to be or the place that I, that I fit. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I keep getting these consistencies of reactions from people, then that there's something there. Like that is me, whether I see it or not, like that is me. So I've chosen to, the things that have been exposed to me about myself from other people, I've chosen to actually really take that on because I I see that as me, you know what I'm saying? So I continuously, just continue to be genuine and righteous, mm-hmm. and just stay within that, you know, and have good intentions. And it just has this. I'm learning that it, it's it's having this effect that's really making me a magnet, and not not a magnet to just anyone, but to the right kind the of right people. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: You attract right energy.
1: Yeah, because I've because i I've, I've very i very much have my intentions are, and I actually speak these words to attract people to me that, you know, fit within my world and to repel those that don't, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. it's just nice to see, you know, the effect that you have that you can, a positive effect that you have, you know, um, and the things that you can do for others. Cause I do feel like kind of like a knight that gives service. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm, I'm in service of the people, which is a reason we're all here right now. You know what I'm saying? We're getting these words out to the people that I feel are very important. And I fucking a thousand percent feel like I'm living in exactly what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. It may be getting projected through this medium of a podcast, but I feel like everything that's coming out of my mouth is something that needs to be heard within the world as a whole. Like this vibration. Evan's vibration, your vibration, this shit needs to be out there because Mm -hmm. this shit, it's Mm -hmm. very expansive. It it can reach every fucking corner of the globe. So us being here, this is very fucking important work that we're doing, you know what I'm saying, which I take very seriously. And I've gotten to this point because I have been very observant on how my energy is affect is affecting yeah. other people. Even when my energy's off, I see my energy affecting people in the fucked up way as right. well. You know what I'm saying? So just keeping my eye on that. Has got me here and now I feel like I don't have any more questions. You know, when I was in my 20s, I was just wandering aimlessly. Mm-hmm. Now I, I don't have any fucking questions on what I'm supposed to be doing. There is no question. You all all I have to or... do is continue to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you
2: mm-hmm. figured out your purpose?
1: Yeah, man, and it, it's very fucking liberating, man. Because I've I've been lost a great fucking portion of my life, and it feels good to be here, you know. And it feels it feels good to be able to be transparent to other people, and you know, help them get there as well, you know. So yeah. it's good shit all around, man. So with you, we had good listener. Yeah. Motivation, inspiration—I mean, we pretty much name some uh,
2: big words, man. Some key words,
1: some key traits of yeah. leaders, of words. leaders. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of us, all of us are in that role.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All of us are in a leadership position in your own right. Yeah. You know? Yep, definitely in our own right. And uh, I was gonna tell you guys, I appreciate you being here because to have something that's just in your fucking head to start to be able to touch it look he right here oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fucking how how long ago you remember when we uh I was at work uh smooth and we were planning everything out and I was just telling you about who I wanted mm-hmm. like to have as guest on the show and then I was giving you like you know mm-hmm. a, a description of everybody and things like that and now
2: it's happened he's here you know what I'm
1: saying? So, yeah, we
3: here. Yeah. That's great,
1: man. Like is it, this it? is confirmation. This is more confirmation. <laughs> Him being here is more confirmation that this is the right fucking thing to be doing. I, you know what I'm saying?
2: I was you, we were chopping it up outside. It was a few I felt like it was like yesterday when you was hey, I'm starting a podcast. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I don't know, I, for some reason I thought this was like a two year, three year like down the road thing. <laughs> Tell my man over here, like, yo, I got an Instagram, hear the podcast, and then I got a studio, boom, boom. And I'm like, yo, bruh, you was just talking this like two days ago. <laughs> but I noticed with him, he didn't, like you said, he didn't have time to settle. He knew what he wanted, he knew his purpose, and he knew, mm-hmm. like, he has the ambition. He went to go get it. He went to go get it. And I respected that, because he spoke it into existence. Yeah. And it, when he sent me the, the picture of the studio, the video of the studio, like, look, it's coming along together. I told him this is gonna be the first studio and your main studio you're gonna you're gonna appreciate because of the much of uh, value and love you put into it straight yeah, exactly. up. Yeah. So man, my man here making yeah, it happen, yeah. man. So I'm here for it, man. I told him I'm always gonna ride with yeah. it, man. Cause I respect it. I, I watched him, and it's just so inspiring. Like he said, his his leadership and his and his and his way was so inspiring because I I watched them, you know how you watch guys say it. And they don't, they don't, they don't follow through with it. You come back in a couple months, like, hey man, yeah, I just changed my <laughs> idea. I don't, it ain't for me anymore. Yeah. He said it. He meant it. and He did it. Yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, man. Plain and simple.
3: Yeah. So
2: you got, you got to, you, like, I don't care. You like the man. You got to respect a man that that say it and stick with it. You know what I mean? So
3: mm-hmm.
2: I believe that's see, what a man is, is to the core. Seeing is believing.
1: I think that's what a man is to the to the core is just somebody that does what he says, man. Exactly. Like simple as that, bro. Yeah,
2: judging by your word, man. Simple as that, bro. Hmm.
0: It's good shit. But you know. Like, I want to like I, like, uh, I, I, like, yeah, I want to end off ahead. with like a. Uh, what did oh, I say? Like I want to end off with like a. What's like your good. your Mount Rushmore? Uh, delay on it.
1: Oh no! I was telling Evans. Uh, I Rushmore. didn't tell him before, but some, sometimes we have a bit of a delay between you uh, between yeah. streams. So.
0: <laughs> you're you're Mount Rushmore of of influencers. Um, you know, dead alive. Um, who who Damn. are they? So this was this was one of those questions that wasn't on the wasn't on the script but it was just in my head it was uh yeah because I just like how your thought process was I was like he's got there's gotta be some somebody he's pulling from
2: four top four it doesn't matter who it like it, it could be anyone right mm-hmm one that stuck out is because I used to listen to a lot of his music and when I was introduced to him through my mom was Bob Marty. Mm-hmm Bob Marley because he pretty much if you listen to his music he had a, a righteous way of going by things and I'm going be honest with you the man just didn't give a fuck what you think
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean and mm-hmm. I love that boldness it's about right. him you know what yeah. I mean so I say Bob Marley is one and we talk about him all the time Pac mm-hmm. Tupac is another one Yeah, Tupac is another one had a, had a message for his message actually still goes on in today's world yes and this man made music, what, 20, 20 30 years ago? Shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And his music still is, if you listen to it, you're like, yeah. damn, that's what's going on right now. You know what I mean? So I'll take Bob Marley, Pop. He was ahead of his time, man. Ahead of time. Both of yeah. them were. Yeah. Like, both of those guys you speak of
1: were yeah. ahead of their time, man.
2: Let's see. Another one would be. It's got to it be four people. I got two more. <laughs> this one is the easy one, but I'm going to call it out. My mama. Yeah. She getting that. She on that yeah. Mount Rushmore. I got to put her on there because, like I said, a lot of life learn, lessons was taught through her. You know what I mean? Like, back to what you said, it was taught in the house. Mm-hmm. And who was the leader of the house? Mama. So, mm-hmm. I am who I am today and I, have, I hold the accountability and the respectable man I am today through her. This is who she raised. So, this is who's who she projected out into this world. Mm-hmm. So That's great, man. So, mm-hmm. Mama's third. Another one would be...
3: Hmm. Mm.
2: <laughs> I'm just thinking about the fuck. <laughs> who else? Let me see. I got... I'll go with this guy because I listen to him a lot in the morning. Is Eric Thomas. Hmm the um the hip hop e. preacher yeah et yeah i listen to a lot of et when i'm waking up getting ready for the gym i just, i just blast his on youtube you know mm-hmm. i'm blasting eric thomas um i would say he's very influential because he gets me going in the mm-hmm. morning he gets me going you know what i mean i love mm-hmm. his if you want to be a lion hunt like it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i love those type of stuff cuz it's it's what it's, it's what i it's what i go by you know what i mean if i have this certain standard and this aura about me and this perception of me make it happen like live by it don't just say it you know what i mean just live by it and go go do it you know what i mean so i'll I say that's that's my top four right now that's that's, that's my top four i list a lot of pog i list a lot of bob marty mama dukes is always in it and et there we go yeah that's i feel right that there. i like
0: that i like that
2: you got anything else, Mr. Smooth? Nah, that don't that don't mean y'all gonna okay. curve the question too. I need <laughs> I need y'all to answer. Are you asking me to? Oh.
0: oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I mean it. <laughs> I shoot it. Let's, let's, we can <laughs> hey. open it up then. Let's do that. We can we can give our top four. We can give our mouth. I one. go,
1: I go. Damn, folks. Oh, I'm gonna have to break that down. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna say uh damn, my whole four might be revolutionaries. Um yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it would have to be. Well, I'm gonna put two: Huey Newton and Bobby Seale, uh, the mm-hmm. creators of the Black Panthers in Oakland. Right. Um, because you know, just for everything that that stood for, and you know, Co Pro. We won't even get on that this uh, episode, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Huey Newton. Bobby Seale. i would definitely put Malcolm X on there, for sure. Oh, damn, I've been listening to like a lot of his speeches and <laughs> and things, and because you know, damn. things that weren't in our time, you you have to look back and educate yourself. So I've been educating myself more because mm-hmm. you know, growing up as a kid, you only have this very small version of who he is and this small understanding. Of who he is,
2: it's not being taught a lot at school. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but now that I'm a man and I'm like, you know, researching him, I'm I'm learning learning even more about who he was as a man and you know what he stood for, and I really respect it. You know, Um, I really respect him. (sighs) Who else did I
3: put on there, man? That Malcolm X one is big though. Yeah. Man, that's a tough one, man. It is a tough. one.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised I got those two out that quick. <laughs> well, those three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, Tony Jaa. He's a martial artist. Artist, yeah. Tony Jaa. He was the person that pretty much brought Muay Thai to the mainstream as far as filmmaking because. Mm-hmm. As far as martial arts films go, you would usually only get have kung fu movies like, you know, Hong Kong, Chinese kung fu movies, you might get some boxing movies, but you never had anything that um that really put that the Thai culture and Muay Thai specifically, mm-hmm. like on in the forefront. You never mm-hmm. saw that in a film, you know. And he did it so fucking gracefully and eloquently and brutally man um it's one this movie it's called Ongbok. it's called Ongbok the thai warrior that movie alone made me want to dedicate my life
2: (laughs) to muay thai
1: but the cool thing about the movie is he does an old form of it so it's different than the ring the ring version of muay thai um the old style well they have many different styles Um, but they have uh, a style called Moy baron it was more for uh like the battlefield so there was a lot more lethal attack so a lot of the think of Moy baron as the grandfather to muay thai and then muay thai took away a lot of its deadly techniques you know what i'm saying it didn't keep the deadly techniques from mm-hmm. the grandfather i mean of course elbow and somebody in the head you can kill them but it wasn't warfare-based, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Tony Ja, huge, huge, huge inspiration. And, you know, to, to piggyback off that in martial arts, I'm going to go ahead and say Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White, which you guys are probably familiar with. Um, huge mm-hmm. inspiration. Of course, being the same, you know, being the same color, that was huge, and just seeing him really shine on screen and then really finding out that he's a martial artist. Like, he's like me, Legit, we fucking man. live it. We this isn't anything separate from our yeah. lives. This this is our lives. You know what I'm saying? I really respected him. Um, in that regard as well. He's also like hugely into teaching. He's a teacher, he believes on believes in passing on knowledge. He believes in nurturing people, mm-hmm. you know, progressively until they get to you know that pinnacle that they want to get to so he has a lot of uh views and ideals um he's a dope martial artist just physically in general and you know he's still still doing it like still at it still still healthy you know and um i could really appreciate that you know especially being in a similar kind of lifestyle you know And he's a filmmaker. He loves making films. Um, Shit, he makes films with his wife and shit like that. You know, Um, so there's a lot of things that I have in common with him, and um, I have a lot of respect for him. So that's mine. Yeah. So Bobby Seale, Huey Newton together. I got Malcolm X, Tony Jai, and then Michael Jai White.
0: I like it. I like it. Got like half faces on this Mount Rushmore.
1: it <laughs> uh, okay, I ain't following. I'm gonna have to the do rules. like you a half face on. Up <laughs>
0: was...
1: Chisel that bitch. Up
0: my my Mount my Mount Rushmore. I definitely say uh, is my mom and my grandmother. Um, you know, just instilling. Uh, my our, our grandmother raised. Hella kids, and uh, there were times when she was fucking tired, but she just kept pushing. um And to see that, you know, she she didn't quit. She could have at any time, but she didn't quit whatsoever. And she didn't she didn't find a reason to um, to give up on anything because she had you know kids to take care of and and us looking up to her. Um and my bro, I really just, don't know how she didn't, so, bro. Just, I, me neither. <laughs> Me neither. She
3: had had a
1: a, a fucking iron spirit, bro.
0: Real mm -hmm. talk.
3: I don't know how she
1: did all the things she did, man. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. she pretty much took care of all her kids, kids. You know what I'm saying? And raised them. You know, out of fucking eight brothers and sisters, imagine that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: that's tough listening to Mm -hmm. it, boy. Yeah,
1: so she... uh. (laughs) I saw that, you know, I saw that growing up as well and it definitely inspired me, you know. That's where we come from. That's yeah. our blood, so that's just in us. Yeah. You know? But I definitely respected that about yeah. her as well, bro. For sure. Fucking
0: hard And uh Fucking I had to say like nose. I had to say my mom too on there. Yeah. I had to say my mom mm-hmm. too like half face on this on this Mount Rushmore. Um cuz she there was a time where she like lost all of her, lost everything. Um And then just she was resilient to to get back to not only where she was, but surpass where she was. Um First And course. now she's doing that like she's a travel nurse, you know, just getting it done, just going where going wherever she'd be wanting to go. And I'm like, dang, like, let, let me go with you for like a week or two. So uh <laughs> my second my second up on Mount Rushmore, um, definitely E.T. Like I, it's I don't awesome. know what it is about E.T., but he, like, as soon as you, as soon as you hear his voice, you like instantly perk up, mm-hmm. man. And uh, he, uh, he's just one of those kind of guys too. He, he gonna make sure like you, he gonna make sure you pull every excuse out of the book and and write it down and be like, all right, throw it away because now you ain't got nothing. <laughs> so. Uh, definitely et uh three and four i wasn't banking on having to put my mount rushmore up at all um
1: you thought you was gonna ask questions huh
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i was i was over i'm listen i'm soaking in stuff i'm trying to i'm learning right here so uh third is it's a he's a it's derrick rose um i'm a huge fan of derrick rose and it's not because he, he played you know ball and whatnot for for the bulls everything is more of like his story of coming up um and and being surrounded and, and in chicago being surrounded by the games and everything and everybody seeing you know how talented he was how talented he was and, and is and was just like nah homie like you not you not about this life over here like go play ball you know, you gonna be the one to get out of this. Um, and then to be on the be at the top of the mountain, and get 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 knocked out, get literally had like legs knocked out from under him basically. Um, and yeah, and then still, you know, still at one point was just like, man, forget it, like I'm done. Um, but still came back and and to this day, now he's a he's a still playing ball, but being a mentor to the ones that are coming in. That's you know replacing him. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I seeing that he he's a mm-hmm. that was an inspiration to me. Um, and then for like this is in no particular order, and Denzel Denzel Washington is like a, a huge influence of mine.
1: Um, oh, I could have guessed that one.
0: Just watching movies. <laughs> yeah (laughs) just watching just movies um his his lifestyle how he is as a person um you know he's respected any and everywhere he goes everybody knows his name
2: oh you motherfuckers (laughs) okay all right
0: um and it's he i heard him talk to somebody one time telling him what he was talking to somebody and they were like oh he's with kevin hart and uh he was like he's they were out in public and everybody's like hey kev kev you know this and that and uh everybody's like looking at him he's like he's like the difference between me and you is they you are you are part of the family like they you're on tv you're in their house you know everything like that he's like they gotta pay to come and see me and i was like yo that's that's huge the you know to say that and it be true. Cause like, you know, you got, you ain't gonna see Denzel on TV too much unless you go to the theaters. And I mean, granted now Mm -hmm. everything's on Netflix and and on HBO and stuff, but like, if you really want to see it before anybody else gets to see it, like you gotta pay to go see the man literally. Um, and he, his, his whole mindset, um, he's, he's just, he's headstrong. And I, 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 Try to instill that in myself of of who i want to be as a person i don't
2: fuck i'm winning anyway i'm winning i'm winning any motherfucking way i can't
0: lose um so then uh, De- denzel's definitely my mount rushmore like if any anything i gotta put a mount rushmore up to like denzel's gonna definitely be on there regardless so was that four that was four he had mm-hmm. a half one
2: too okay yeah yeah Right, I, I like, if I could have added one on mine, it would be, because he said D-Rose, <clears throat> Kobe Bryant. Mm. Kobe Bryant was a big one for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I watched, like, I I grew up a Kobe fan. Like, anybody, all my friends know, you ask me who's the greatest basketball player, I'm, first thing I'm saying is Kobe. I respect MJ, but I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch MJ, so I can't mm-hmm. tell you MJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear all the OGs tell me MJ was the GOAT. I'm like, I believe you. But I didn't grow up watching him, so I can't judge him. I look at somebody's highlights, guess what they are? The highlights. I didn't you know what I mean I didn't watch you for an 82 game season. I didn't know how you were as a player. I grew up in the Kobe era mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. forget what he how he is on basketball. Ask his teammates about him. He held guys to a certain level yeah. of excellence and his mentality, it's hard for guys like if you is either you're gonna rub off on it. Or you—it might scare you mm-hmm. because of how skillful. But he's so practical. He believes in practice make perfect. I watched this guy after a game in Miami where he had a terrible game, but still dropped thirty something. <laughs> stay after and just shoot mm-hmm. and just shoot. And you're like, man, you the best player on the team. Like you should be the first one on the bus. Get, you know, you did what you had to do. You don't believe in that. And that mm-hmm. t- that tells you if a guy like that who's good, holds himself to ex- uh, like you said to an excellence, but he's still prospering on getting better. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do the same? Yeah, we we can't. We could, of course, we could appreciate where we're at, but we still need to know there's another level to where, yeah, yeah. where we need to get at. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's. I like Kobe. I like Kobe. That's mm-hmm. good.
1: All right, gentlemen. We're about to close out this episode, man. We're going to have to do this again. We're going to have to get Evans back up in the studio, kick some knowledge. I'm here for it, man. (laughs) I'm here for it. I appreciate what you guys do,
2: fellas. (laughs) You guys are starting a very positive podcast. I love it, man. I love it. I'm all for it. I support it. Appreciate it. You know what I mean? And I want y'all to keep pushing, man. I keep pushing. Even if I'm not watching, within... I take this man all the time, man. I'm I'm here for it, man. Yep. I'm here for it, man. And I, I always respect when when I see guys putting up this positive energy because, like you said, you never know who's listening to you. Never know who's listening to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and I I'm watching this build up, man. Before y'all get too too big, I know y'all coming, bro. I, yes. I can feel it. You're I gonna can feel it. You gonna be here You you on, on the, you on the timeline now? <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it, man. I'm gonna brag. I'm gonna be like I was one of his first guests in here. So Straight what's up? What's up? So, you know, man, I love it, man. I'm telling you, bro, that
1: my, my vision was always to build something and bring the people that I really fuck with. So no clowns. The people I, that I really fuck with bring bring mm-hmm. them along, man. And we we fucking enjoy this thing together, man. We enjoy prosperity together, man. So, you know what's a
2: good thing now? You only could go up from now. You you already laid the groundwork. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep going up. I <laughs> That's
1: real. Definitely. That's real. This is real. Exactly. (laughs) This whole day, I've been like, it's been kind of weird. It's just been like surreal in a way. I'm like, fuck, this is actually happening. Yeah. Because it's like, you sit back and you watch the progression. You know, it just started out in me and Mr. Smooth. We did the first season ourselves, kind of found out our formula together. And now, you know, we we were kind of adamant on getting people on Mm -hmm. the new season. But to actually, you know, be here doing it, following through, you know, and you know, having just great discussions on top of it, man, it's a it's a bit to take in for me. So, <laughs> so get in, man. Give so me another day. Give me another day or so. <laughs> Soak it in, man. You know what I mean. You, I'm enjoying. It. you like,
2: you spoken to existence, man. You're making it happen, and just sit back and appreciate what you're doing, man. Because yeah, it's. it's it's like it's. I, I know why you saying it's surreal because like it's happening. Mm-hmm. You're you you you're, you're in the midst of it, man. You know what I mean? But you know, like I said, you only could go up now, man. You gotta mm-hmm. now. It's the next level that we talking about. Mm-hmm. You did season one. That was level one. Mm-hmm. you was filling it out. Boom, boom. Now it's next level. Yep. Oh, keep going up. You know what I mean? That's
1: good shit, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. We appreciate it because mm, you know you bring value to this, man. One
2: hundred, man. I we- try.
1: <laughs> you bring you bring value, and you know we we appreciate you bringing value to us, wow. and now we're bringing value to one another. Yeah, so facts. can't really get any better than that, you know. Right. So, Mister Smooth, you got any last words for the folk as we close out another wonderful episode of the Shinobi Podcast?
0: It is it has been like, a, like I always do, man, I appreciate and love all of our viewers, all of our followers.
1: Um Much love even though y'all. y'all
0: like, if y'all ain't Yeah, if y'all ain't even like, commenting, saying talking or anything like, we see it, you know, because it's getting shared. Um, so we appreciate it a lot for real. Um, I I'm stuck like you see me like I'm still in awe over cuz I'm just like we just our killer like first special and uh like I I'm still like I'm still soaking it in cuz like we've been talking about this for man we've been talking about this for years you know getting a podcast together and and putting everything together and then when we knocked out when we knocked out our first season and uh then we started brainstorming immediately like you know normally you give yourself a little bit of time to kind of like all right let's relax first but now we as soon as as soon as season one was done we was like all right how we how we gonna come off with season two as a banger you know and uh this is this has been it like how we've how we've got these episodes going i'm just like man this we keep getting better with this and it keeps going further so uh Mm -hmm. i'm excited to see what the rest is about to be man because it's like i said i'm still trying to take this in now of uh we just had we just had our first special so shoot like yes sir can't, can't nothing top this right now like this this euphoric <laughs> like feel right now too man can't nothing top it so whew. you good
3: oh yeah i'm good yeah. okay
1: all right mr evans Final words for the folks. What you gonna
2: leave them with? Y'all yeah, just stay tuned, man. My man out here doing bigger and better things, man. Y'all yeah, better get on the wave before it get too late. Put it like that. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they 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 take it off now. Just let y'all know they take it off, bro. So don't don't come back. and be like, damn, man. I ain't know it was. You know I should have been on. The- yeah, get on it. Get on it. My man taking off. Stay tuned. Listen. My man here is full of wisdom. Full of wisdom, man. You can learn a lot from him. You can learn a lot from him. Just if you can't you DM, DM him personally. And I I'm sure he, he's so humble, he'll get back at you. Just to let you know. He'll get back at you, he'll talk to you. You can learn a lot from my man here, man. Discipline, a lot of a lot of things, man. And what him and Mr. Smooth is doing, man. Appreciate it, man. I very appreciate it. And I'm more appreciate yeah. that y'all made me your first guest. So. You know what I mean? Like We're stuff like that, I take I take I, I'm very grateful then, man. I'm grateful that y'all even took the time to just be like, hey, we want to talk to you over here. So stuff like that, man. Those are stuff that y'all talking about surreal. I'm over here like, damn. Like I said, what the hell they want to talk to me for? You feel me? So I love it, man. I'm all it. I'm all for it. I wish you guys nothing but the best, man. As y'all keep going and striving, getting better and better, man. Mm-hmm. You know what it. I mean. And I just want, I just know, I want number the best. And I know y'all, I know especially with Joe, I know y'all going. I know y'all going there, man. And like I said, man, just keep pushing it. Just keep pushing it. No Don't doubt. no slowing down. Stay relentless. You know what I mean. Keep passing on Keep passing on this leadership style of podcast that you guys have. And you guys are very inspirational, man. Just right now, y'all. Oh y'all in go mode, foot on the gas, no brakes. Y'all ain't got no brakes. There ain't no brakes on this car. Y'all gotta go, man. Keep going. So Hell yeah, yeah. Next level, man. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Y'all heard the man. All right, mm-hmm. folks. That's been another episode of Shinobi Podcast. We love you guys. Um, as always, take care of yourselves out there. Remember, take care of yourselves and live life. Live life in the way that you see fit. Don't live anyone else's life. Don't let anyone veer you off the pathway that you feel like you should be going. If you if something's pulling you there, listen to that shit. Don't listen to other people trying to pull you off track. You know what I'm saying? So Remember to hit us up on our Instagram, TikTok, and go check out season one. If you haven't checked out season one, go get yeah. caught up before season two drops. Season two I'm very excited for. I've been I've been in front of this damn computer screen more than I'd like to be. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's definitely worth it, man. It's definitely worth it. Uh all the extra time and effort that's that's been put in, um, it's definitely gonna show. And uh yeah, man, I can't wait to bring it to you guys, man. I can't wait for you guys to Hear this episode or see this episode, however you're doing it. But um, we appreciate you guys. Much love coming from King Shinobi, Mr. Smooth. I got my man Evans. Hey. We appreciate you once again. Thanks for joining us, man. Much love to everybody. Peace out. Be good to yourselves and one another.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Much yeah. love for y'all. We'll holler at y'all later on the next episode of the Shinobi Podcast. Peace.
3: Peace. Peace.